Squeamish. Squeamish. Oh, absolutely terrible. Hate really? the sight of blood. Or I was watching television, telly, a bit of telly last night, and that came on for a program that was coming up when it was, it was all blemishes or something. And I, I, I just can't watch it. Really? Can't watch Casualty or anything like that. I'm just horrible. Right, hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the podcast chat. And we've got a very, very special guest today, Millie. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Thank you for inviting me into your home and organising the podcast. I appreciate it. I think Stephen Jobson, didn't mm-hmm. he, recommended you a couple of times, to be fair. Yeah. And then I messaged you last week, and then here we are. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, that's Stephen as well, isn't he? Oh, don't pick him up too much. <laughs> no, he's all, he's all. Yeah, it's you know, times, yeah. <laughs> uh, he looked all of his social media stuff, doesn't he? That social media he's got on his work page is amazing, <laughs> though, I tell you. Whoever does that is great. So what I want to do is get you to introduce yourself to okay. the viewers and the listeners. If you're meeting someone for the first yes. time, or if you're in a taxi, what would you say? Give yourself Probably an intro. Jumpy for me, that's absolutely. <laughs> in Melbourne, owner of I Am Events. I Am Running Events Limited and MD of Cumbrian Renewables. Mm. And the UK's number one entertainer from his own kitchen, but we'll go into that later <laughs> on. <laughs> so you must sound like sound like a busy man, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've got that way. Wear different kind of hats. Mm. Mm. And hopefully manage all of them. Fingers crossed, okay. Yeah, I'm sure you do, I'm sure you do. So let's go into the three facts then. Start yes. How did you find picking them? Difficult, because, you, you know, it's, it's you telling people about yourself. This is what I'll probably find difficult about. The podcast is, you know, we talked about that. I've never done anything like this before. Yeah, horses and done things, but yeah, all new. So who mm. wants to know about me? It's just like Millie, isn't it? So <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take five minutes. There you go. You can get away. So the first, first fact, what's the first fact? First fact was, is Prentice Carl United. Mm. First day back into training when I was, I've been 15, maybe coming up 16. I was introduced to the, 1987 Carlisle United squad as a future England captain. Really? Yes. But I didn't realise it was going to be a pain. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fact number one. Yeah. So, so let's, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So Harry Brick so, was manager and Harry I probably met maybe six months before. So we were talking about it quickly before. He didn't have kids football. He didn't have academies or anything that day. And literally, sorry, back in the day then you would come. Through school, through school's football, there'd be the odd teams that you'll play for on a Saturday. And then you'll get signed on schoolboy forms to then start on a YTS. Yeah, yeah. I think it was in the May that we, that we started once we finished school and everything straight into there. So the first part of pre-season training in May was, you know, in the paddock. Now you've got the big barriers and everything up. So the old metal barriers where it didn't used to be like that. It used to be yellow and blue. We had to paint all of those. It was our first job of being a print. So Harry, is it, and we'll probably talk about it later on, is people have different opinions of, his, of you, and he absolutely loved me as a player. I never professed to be the, the greatest, but he seen he seen something in me, and he basically said we were introduced. So he introduced, there was me, Jess Priestley, who went into playing pro for Carlisle, and Steve Harkness, who went to Liverpool. Yeah, but he introduced me. He says, I was centre-half at the time. He says, 
potential to be a future England captain. Yeah. No, I don't even think Harry was drunk that morning. He, he was, <laughs> he was it's just, yeah, funny that people have an a, opinion of you. Yeah, he was, he was great. He was so passionate. He, I think he took too much on himself, but he's just an amazing man and had such an influence on me. But he, he took, I think he took too much on at the club and, and left in the November. So that was a May, yeah. And then the new manager came in, Clyde Middlemas and, he didn't like me for a minute one. I mean, my, my attitude and everything in those days was terrible. Mm. Hated referees. Discipline was awful. That's why I didn't make it. You know, I probably did have enough talent. Didn't realise it at the time, but just wasn't disciplined enough. Discipline on the pitch, discipline to do all the training and everything you needed to, but. Yeah. Hard work beats hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's absolutely. Yeah. So, but I didn't realise that until, until two yeah. days. It's hard, isn't it, when you're like 16, isn't it? Because yeah. you think you know everything, you've got the whole world figured out, but you don't have a clue, do you? No, <laughs> no, but yeah, it was, I just, just, it was so good to have him in my life to such that period of time. You know, I'm friends with Johnny's son, still on, on, on Facebook, and when Harry passed away, you know, I just messaged him to say he didn't realise how much in that short period of time that I didn't realise how much of an influence he'd had on us then. Yeah. So, That's yeah, it was a good man. That's cool. And the second one? Well, going on about me being terrible with discipline and everything and hating referees. Yeah. I'm now a level six referee of football. Oh, really? Yeah. So I started that, but I did it about 12 years ago and just did it for, for a little bit. I think I had a player or whatever. Thought I'll give it a little bit of a go. I never really pushed it. And then really got, got back into it two years ago. Mm. Played about a little bit. Done a few Sunday league games around here and they've got promoted. From level seven to level six. And I think now we're going to try this season to go from level six to level four. Okay. So which means I've got Northern League. Ah, right. So, That's a big jump then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've got County League this Saturday, which is the first Saturday when I'll referee. Didn't realize I could. So we're going to have a little go at that. And then the thing is with level, with level four, forget to level four. It's a level before you have to do a fitness test. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and again, I think, I think with my age and everything, I couldn't go much further anyway, but I played, played Northern League for quite a while. Yeah. So that's, that's something I think I can get to. Yeah. We'll just wait and see again mm. with everything else that we've got. <laughs> right. Uh, with everything else that I've got, it's whether I get a time for anything yeah. to do it. So. What do you enjoy about refereeing then? I think it's, yeah, it really worked out. He's, when I was a pro, I just want to be a referee. I'll have wanted when I played. Yeah. If you know what I mean, so understand, never ever gonna get anything right, but I explain if I get something wrong, you know, or if I make a decision that somebody doesn't agree with, I'll explain it mm. and tell it to them, you know, this is the way that I've seen it. And you probably get a little bit of respect because of that. And yeah, referees now have such a tough time being under the spotlight, but to me, if you deal with it right, and you know, I hate the way that the, the professional game is, the Premier League game is, because they put so much pressure and everything on referees. Yeah. Where they'll find it difficult themselves to referee. It is that want to run the line. I have to do so many to get promoted. I have to do so many so many games on the line. Mm. I did that the other Saturday. It's a hundred times worse than refereeing. That's going to imagine yeah, because you like at least with the with, when you're refereeing, you can just watch what's going on. Now. Yeah, what you're trying to watch about four or five different things when you're on the line. So yeah, the plan is hopefully to go and, and, and do a little bit more and see where we can go. That's exciting, yeah. I hated referees when I was growing up. I was wanted to shout abuse at them and stuff, yeah. yeah. I thought was my, my, my discipline was, was, was terrible, was awful. Mm. When I left Carlisle after the two years, I went to Penrith. And I think it's when you never got yellow cards. 
Yeah, had 23 and two seasons off to Carlisle. Half what like that was brilliant. Yeah. Apologies yeah. for Mouse. Yeah. Uh, I never had that many. <laughs> That's impressive. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right, the third one. Squeamish. Squeamish. Oh, absolutely terrible. Hate really? the sight of blood or, I was watching television, telly, a bit of telly last night and that bit came on for a program that was coming up when it was, some of blemishes or something with it. And I, I just can't watch it. Can't really? watch Casualty or anything like that. I'm just horrible. Why do you think that is then? No idea. Really? I just, you know, like a yeah. bad experience or anything. No. Don't think so. Bit by a dog when I was a kid, but that didn't make me. <laughs> and I wasn't scared of them, so I don't know. I've just never been able to. Just yeah. can't, yeah. Say, so can't watch any programs with it on. You get a lot of rubbish on. Yeah. Tell you now <laughs> as well, you know, embarrassing bodies and everything. I'll never watch the second of it all. I just. <laughs> One's not the best either, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, just read, just read the screen. That's interesting, yeah, that's cool. So, so, what were you like growing up then, a little Millie? You remember like yeah, your first, really first memory? Of, what, so, what did your parents say about you, Esther? My mum said, uh, she does say she, she was so, so shy, really, really shy, but she used to call me higher, because mm-hmm. she pushes, pushes us in the pram. And all you could hear is, hiya, hiya. <laughs> just anybody that was going by. And I thought I was quite quiet when I went to the football club. And like then, those days, you'd, if, if you if you didn't get in with the crack as it was, Johnny Halpin, who's still there now, had, yeah. had such a massive effect on me when I first went there. Because so, honestly, it's so funny. Yeah. Just, and like it was back in back in the late 80s, just, I felt he brought us up, Michelle, Michelle, you know, to... To get to where I've been, but I think, yeah, maybe it was in there as I was a kid because I just wanted to speak to everybody and, mm. and shout. And that's what my mum should hate to start to speak to folk because, so yeah, just in the early days, I massively into my sport. Yeah. When I was, when I was younger. So obviously I had the football, I played a lot, played golf from when I was 10 year old. I'm trying to play it. I've been <laughs> terrible the last few years. But. Was that because you wanted, you thought you were going to be a footballer so to learn golf? No, my dad, he was my dad, okay. my, my dad, there's a lot of them joined, joined at Brampton. So my dad got into it when he was like nearly 30 in the old day, when it's obviously quite old, but they, they thought it was, but they put the old society there. So that was, so my dad worked really hard. We never got to see a lot of dad. He was doing it at panel, he was a panel beater. Mm. So they had their own panel beating business and he was out a lot of the time. Mum didn't work until later when we started growing up. So I think that's what the time he could get to spend with us was taking us out to the golf club well, and everything. And uh, golf's becoming more popular these days, though, isn't it? It does, yeah. A lot, a lot of my friends are into, like I was saying before, a lot of my friends are into it. They've joined like Carlisle and the Carlisle Academy, they get yep, free lessons yeah, yeah. and stuff, and and that. But yeah, it's, no, it seems to be more like a trend in sport, though. Yeah, I think a lot of it might have had to do with with lockdown as well, because mm-hmm. it was one of the few things you could actually go out and do. Yeah, that's true. You know, when they loosened it off a little bit. So, yeah, you can see how popular it's gone. So, cool. had the golf. I was going to do one of my other... Fa- I was really... I was a high jumper. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I was like that. As yeah. I, uh, anybody that knows that far back, when I started at Cali United, I was 10 stone, same height. I oh, stick stop. thin then, yeah. Yeah, stick thing. So, but I did this up until... I, I jumped in the Scottish Championships under 16 when I was 14. And I nearly broke the under 16 record at Grangemouth when I was 14. A flopper, Rami, the golf club still calls it because <laughs> he can remember us being out and jumping. So I was into the higher jump, but then the football took over. I played a bit of cricket as well. So. Yeah. Oh, I like cricket. Yeah, yeah. Paul Nixon, who was at Leicester. Yeah, yeah. Leicestershire. Yeah. So Nixon's the same age as me. So we played 
country footballs together. And then he was oh, such a good footballer as well. He could have he could have been a pro footballer, but he got mm. into the the cricket. Really, really good cricket. He's a wicketkeeper, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, when I was younger, I was a wicketkeeper. And I went to one of his camps. Been like, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I think he'd retired by then and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, he's good. He was he's sound. Good yeah, he's really cool. So sport was a big part, massive, massive uh, part of it all. Not was it? Be able to. Uh, can remember where we lived in in Harrowby would be. Oh, I'd have to shout us in on a night. I'd just be doing kick ups. There's, there's a little lamppost outside. Well, mm. we've bringing back loads of memories. So you don't well, <laughs> haven't you? I'd just be there, just doing kick ups on a little cold sack up from where we lived, where when it was still like you know. My best man, the one, my best man, he lived in the top corner of the cul-de-sac. We'd just go on the, on the middle of the cul-de-sac and just play, just play football time. I wasn't into girls. I wasn't into drinking. I didn't tell them. Tell them I wasn't into girls. It wasn't good anyway. Sure, sure, sure. Can't say that. When we, we played Kiss Kudla Torture, I always got, I got, always got tortured. <laughs> Maybe should have realised that one. <laughs> go. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just all around that one. You know, but you could do that as kids, you know, you could get out of the school field behind us at Harabi, it's now a car park, and used to be on there all the time. If we weren't playing football, I'd be hitting a golf club, smashing a couple of windows in the school, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that was all, that was all, like, Steph's, oh God, I'm talking about Steph, but two boys, that's all they did. They didn't, apart from going to the gym, they're in the rooms all the time, you know, they're just headphones on, speaking to the pals where we could, we couldn't do that, no mobile phones, no yeah. anything. Yeah, because even like, when I was like growing up, it was kind of phones were about, but they weren't really as yeah. big as they were. So like we'd still go out, like play football every weekend and stuff in the garden and, and all that kind of thing, which is nice, isn't it? Cause you enjoy yeah. the outdoors. And when you, I was little, you'd go and make like dens in the Absolutely, yeah. and stuff. But now, yeah, everyone's just like iPad out there. You see it. Just see them on, like if you're sitting, she's on a couple of train journeys this weekend, just everybody's like, they have that laptop up or phone up and. Yeah. And we suppose it does make the journey a little bit better, but you just didn't realise how much it's taken over. Right, yeah, it's like, take your phone everywhere, don't you? And if you yeah. don't, you're like, oh my god, my life's <laughs> over. <laughs> so, so what did you want to be or what did you want to do when you were like, oh, growing up? Oh, question. Footballer or? No, no, not, not early on, no. jockey. Jockey? Believe okay. it or not, a jockey or a postman. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why a postman, but My jockey. dad wanted to be a postman, you know. He yeah. said he wanted to be a postman because you start early and you finish early, and then you got the rest of the day. Yeah. Do you want to be to I have no idea. Maybe <laughs> just seen them walking about, you know. Hiya. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's big yeah, so many people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but chucking me dad. My dad used to have a little bit on a weekend, so, you know, world of sports, so back in the mid-70s to early 80s, so world of sport and grandstand used to be on on a Saturday afternoon, and he used to put a bet on. So he'd put, he put a bet on a little round robin and me and my brother would sit on the arms of the chair in the living room, watching the horse racing with him, watching the horses and pretending to be jockeys on the, <laughs> on the side of the sofa. So that was, I think that's why I wanted to be a jockey. You know, I was skinny as a lap then, but mm. I never, I never got on a horse until I'd have been, I might have been mid thirties. So uh, Coco, one of my pals, his mum and dad have got Bailey Mill stables. Yeah. Out of Newcastle and where, mm-hmm. and I think we got drunk one Christmas, Christmas Eve, and he took us up there on Boxing Day, and they got this biggest Clydesdale horse you've ever seen in your life. They've got a, a number of there, you know, you have to go on the big one and got us on it and tried to. And you were like 30 odd. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brother had lessons at school, 
So Dave Lido wanted to teach had some stables. He went out, but he, and he was quite enjoying it, but he got thrown off one of the horses and got caught, foot caught in the stirrup, dragged him around, never went back oh. again. And then now I've got on this big Clydesdale, but I couldn't get it going. It was like, <laughs> it was like a dyslexic octopus <laughs> trying to get it going. Dyslexic octopus. Yeah, so you had a jockey on a postman. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So then obviously you got to like 16, 16, you joined Carla, didn't you? On yeah. the YTS then. Yeah. So like, how did that like kind of come about then? That would have just been through, through the school's football. Until then I was quite academic. Okay. You know, I was quite, I was quite good at school. I was always, you know, up there when it came to, te- came to tests and everything, but mm-hmm. we played, I talked about Harpy before, we, I got a phone call, they were playing Manchester United midweek mm-hmm. for the reserves, and again, I'd only been 15, and I got a phone call, you know, would you like to be on the bench? Harpy was coming back from, he broke his leg two or three times, it was one of the times he was coming back. Man United had a few, I think, of their, of their first teamers in, and, mm-hmm. It was Peter, Peter Harbach of Peter who got really friendly with it. It was his dad. I was so friendly with it. Uh, his dad was taking the team. He rang us. He says, like, would you like to go on the bench? He went, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> he no, just the club would like you to come down and, and sit on a bench. And I remember I signed up at centre half. Yeah. But I came on a substitute, the left midfield. Really? Yeah. So, so I thought he'd gone up front. Jeff Lomax was behind us and, like, I was just, you know, this the first time I ever played under floodlights or anything. Yeah. There's 500 people in there. I'm, I'm coming up from Keenan Park, where there's a bunch of people watching. Just felt like I'm, I'm two things I can remember happening. Bob got played into us, went to stop it and trap it, and she took it under my foot. Oh, so <laughs> Here we go. And then I caught, I caught it, got into the, right to the, right to the Warwick Road end. Yeah. Um, to whip one back in. I was just about to whip it back in and I must have hit the ground that far. I'm getting the ball. And it went about five yards and the defender just knocked it away. I thought, oh, I have a lot to do with it. <laughs> yeah. So. Were you left yeah. then? Yeah, big left, uh, big left peg. Yeah. Right foot was just for, for standing on. Yeah. But, uh, no, and, and, and when I, when I got the white, when I got the white, when I knew I got signed on schoolboy farms, I was going to do the YTS. That is probably one of my biggest regrets is I, I, I barely studied for any sort so last year to do all levels and do you know about them? Yeah, all levels GCSEs, and yeah. GCSEs. Yeah. I know so I said about levels, yeah. <laughs> it was the year before GCSEs came back in and I yeah, I just I, I literally I think I did two hours for one of my maths exams and did nothing for anything else. Mm. That is my biggest regret is that I didn't do that, I just sucked it off and passed my maths. Yeah. Failed everything else. Oh really? Yeah. So I, know, I, 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 I I'd restart my English, put me English. But then CSE, I did CSEs, they were all right, but yeah, mm-hmm. that was... Why, why did you regret that then? Just for future, for doing stuff which we probably will go into because I probably should have gone and done a lot more than I did in the early days. So I think just having those qualifications and everything behind you, yeah. might just make it, it was different then to I think what it is now, just mm-hmm. things easier for us, but... Yeah, yeah. that's cool. So then what, what was after the football then? Uh, so... Finished as a YTS, yeah. so that'll be nineteen eighty nine. So I was telling you about Steve Harkness. Yeah. Um I think that's the little bit of luck that you get as well with with football is we were playing Liverpool in the youth cup on Anfield. Mm-hmm. Got drawn to play them there. And that was when he got a rig that he'd have me, so I'm a big Liverpool fan. Oh, um, I'm an Everton fan, you see. We can't be friends now, let's <laughs> end the podcast now. Podcast over. I should, I should bet you before, I should bet these guests before. No, well, I came from my dad. My dad went there a cup final in 71, which was the year I was born, and he mm. came back with all the Liverpool players' autographs. All big Carlisle fans, but he, they hated Arsenal. Oh, okay. And came back with all the Liverpool players' autographs. That's why I thought he was Liverpool. Yeah. 
But yeah, when I came out of there, came out of Carlisle United, Harker, so the, sorry, the Liverpool, go back to Liverpool FA Youth Cup tie. That was when he got spotted. I was reading Doug Leach's book and the week before I had a little bit of trouble with my, with, with my knee. I was lucky over the years I played because I was too slow. I never really got injured, but I had a little yeah. trouble with my knee. And we had Chester the mid- midweek before and I thought if I don't play in this game, then I'm not going to get picked for the youth ca- team game the week after. So I get by with this. It's my right peg. I don't do any tackling. I don't kick anything. Yeah, I can't run anywhere. So it's not going to slow us down. And first 10 minutes, ball on me, right? And I would never, like, I'm timid as anything, you know, I couldn't fight me without a paper bag, but get us on a football pitch and come and smash me, you know, smash you back. And it was this 50-50 and it was on my right peg, went in and I ended up at the youth, I was on crutches. I'd done me, oh, done, done me knee ligaments. Yeah. Game, I'm sorry, I missed the game on Anfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got beat, uh, oh no, it was huge, but I got in, got in the changing rooms, I got on the pitch and everything's pictured over there on my crutches and everything. And Steve McManaman scored twice. We got beat three nil. And yeah, so that was, yeah, that was memories that we'd had. So Steve got, got spotted in that game by Kerry Dalgleish and that was when they signed him. So he went to Liverpool. It's one of the things he went to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I went to McVitie's. Crack a bucket. Um, and the, Steve was always in that trials of Watford and everything when he was younger. And always, a little bit more, but there wasn't, I don't think there was a massive amount of people that maybe see that. I don't think there was a huge amount of difference mm-hmm. between us ability wise at the end of it, but. Yeah, just attitude wise, he was a different, different level, you know. And luckily enough, we came up uh, a few years ago when we had a, a game for Tony Hopper and we called him Mesh. We called Harky Mesh because mm-hmm. he just had this wiry hair. <laughs> so he was always, he was always Mesh head. So yeah, and I think that's it. It was just, and again, that should have rung home at the time as the fact that he's, she was just in a different thing to mine. Yeah, so that's just more committed to anything, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just did the right things as well, you know. But yeah, a lot of memories from mm-hmm. Then what, what was it like then getting a, a proper job then from the footy? Did you think you were going to be a footballer and it was a bit of a reality check? Yeah, or it was a bit of a shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I quite quickly and speaking to people, wherever, wherever, find out people's, you know, stories and lives and where they came what from. Makes and, kind of thing, yeah. yeah, just how they are. And, but obviously I just got to be able to speak to people really quickly. So I landed quite quickly a job on the batters in McFish is where you would, it was, was it the Victoria biscuits? So you get the tins of biscuits and you go along the line and the, 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 the it was mainly women there that did it. They'd put the biscuits, different biscuits into the thing and then they put them in tins at the end of the line. I'd stick them up, I'll let wrap them up and then go and take them and put them ready to wear. So I got on there, but then I was about three months in and I got a phone call to go to, on trial to York City. So York City wouldn't leave up at the time, asked for some time off and they wouldn't give it. It's not packed in. Well, really? It took me three weeks. Yeah, uh, three yeah. months I did it at, at Cabbies. Went to York, did three weeks there. Probably a little breakdown in communication, I think, where I thought they didn't want anything to do with us. And they actually just wanted us to come back, get a little bit fitter and have a look again. But, yeah. Yeah, so the story back there. So. That would have been interesting. How old were you then? 18 years. Yeah, 18 years old. Yeah, I was just 89. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So then obviously you didn't get into York then, and what did you decide to go and do after that? Wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember all the jobs. It's all on one sheet of paper, there's that many. I went and ended up at Lloyd's Tractors. I remember being there, 
gonna get a little bit hazy after that because that's when I started to get into the drip and started en- enjoying myself. Did a little bit of large tractors, a company called Fine Papers, which isn't far from, wasn't far from where I live now, just over there in Denton Home. Worked for them for a bit. Kangles, I ended up at Kangles, which is just over the far side. Yeah. That was probably when I was in my twenties, there, yeah, early twenties. A few jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and anybody that knows us, has known us from that long back, they'll go, yeah, <laughs> we could remember what it was like. But that's all, that was all basically <laughs> wanted to do. You know, I had a look at a few of your podcasts and some really, really successful people on there where literally until 10 years ago, I just wanted to get enough money to get out and get drunk on a Saturday night. Yeah. And that was it. You know, as long as I could pay me rent or I never, never bought anywhere and, lodged with so many people and just dotted about from here and there and mm. yeah that was yeah. that was basically it's what nice, I said. It? it was like the thing is you can be happy different mm. you know what I mean it doesn't really make a difference but nah. so so you've got like Ricky Hatton, Paul Gascoigne. Oh so these are with the event stuff so that's Oh so that's after sorry, on. yeah yeah sorry so so let's 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 talk about then jobs. Yeah jobs so what was it on Riverside recruitment? Yeah and like Nick Stops and stuff. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, my yeah. he was my football coach, yeah. Okay. When I was at Warwick Wonders. No, literally This is all Nick Swan Swan's Newcastle. <laughs> he doesn't know anything yeah, about football. Nick and Nick and Richard. Richard Dixon, first yeah, went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this changed a little bit now, but yeah. Both, I, I, both of their daughters were in my year at school, yeah. All oh, right, okay. So I did a couple of years, a couple of years at Riverside Recruitment, got an offer to go somewhere else. It's probably wasn't the best decision they ever made because about six months later, I ended up on the door. Yeah. So this will be 20, 20, 2012 or 2013. Yeah. I'd had, uh, yeah. So the, the company was changing that I was working for. One guy was taking it over. And said, look, it's going to take eight weeks. He says, so I said, well, what do I do in the meantime? I couldn't go modeling or anything, could I? Why not? Uh, <laughs> so, by my clavers. Uh, um, do you want to, it's going to take eight weeks, but I want you back in eight weeks. I can't wait that long. But literally, I went into the, the job center to, to sign on as you did. Is it, I don't know whether you still do or whatever you do now. And Kate walked out of the job center and, and my phone went. So James Guy had known for a few years before that had rang us and said, I heard you're out of work. <laughs> it's a good news travels fast, doesn't it? Mm. So I did set up on the solar side. He says, you want to come up and have a chat? We're looking for a couple of salespeople. And I think I went up the net, like probably the Monday after. Met Lee, who was partners with at the time. And that was it. I started on solar. I knew absolutely. So a lot of people will tell you, I still know nothing about <laughs> it. But that was, that was 10 years ago. First company went, went pop. Unfortunately, the defeating tariff went where back in, God, I can't call it the old days, but the government used to pay you if you put solar on. Yeah, I've seen some of them. Yeah, they'd, well, they'd pay you money. They'd pay you money for actually putting them on for what they generated. Then that stopped and that pretty much devastated the industry. So first company went into administration. Jim set up again on his own. They were doing some warranty stuff, which I helped him to start off with and then developed into a little bit of sales stuff. Well, I've always done sales. You can see from that, I lived in, I lived in Preston for the best part of four years, yeah. uh, and got into sales down there. I probably what I should have done a lot younger, but again. How'd you find sales? And that's one thing I kind of like wish I had learned when I was younger. Yeah. But I suppose, cause I used to run like club events. Okay. From like uni. Yeah. Until before COVID. Yeah. And I think that was my sales training. Yeah. Knocking on doors, calls, yeah. And come like students when you come to the events, so yeah. Promoting it online and, and that kind of thing. But that's like self-taught, you know. Yeah. I wish I kind of went into 
quote unquote job. Mm. Kind of maybe trained a little bit, but I suppose every, I think every sales person should have a different technique anyway. Yeah. Some people are a bit more forward, aren't they? Some yeah. Out Absolutely. Just, yeah. I think for me, it's just listening to people and asking the right questions. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And I think I just, even though I was quite outgoing in that at the time, you know, I, I, I think I just expected everybody to buy from me because it's, it's big happy Millie, yeah. you know, and, and it, I, you know, I learned that it, it does, that doesn't happen. You've got to have something behind you, some sustenance and everything behind that and to people to, to, to buy what you, what you're selling, you know, I tried, I've done so many things, but I called in shit football insurance, mm-hmm. accident insurance, financial mm-hmm. advisors for a little bit. Mortgage advisor for a wee while and, and, and people do buy off people 100%, but there's got to be something to it. They don't buy off you just for the sake of buying off you. They've got to have a good product there or at least something that they, they want to do. And yeah, I've only really sort of developed that. I think maybe over the last seven or eight years, a lot of it came from getting up on the solar side and, and doing that. And you, you grow up as well. You know, Steph, my, my wife, she was, I told you a little bit about before we met her 10 years ago this year. She'll tell you it feels like about what she's got to put up with. Good old boss. Uh, <laughs> and she's, she's, you know, her and the two boys, Max and, Max and Tom. So Max is 17. Uh, Tom's 15 now. I've got, uh, Daniel, my son as well. Daniel's 30. Uh, but he lives in Hull now. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't, I, I seen a little bit of him as a kid and then we sort of lost touch for, a good part of it, not up ten years or so, but lucky enough we still keep in touch now. And uh, you know, he he met his, uh, he met Holly on Plenty of Fish, so he was opposite of me. Oh, Daniel's really really shy, just great, he's just great lad as well. But he met Holly on there, and I think they've been together six or seven years now. And she moved up here originally. She's got a big family down in Hull. He's moved, he moved over there. But they, you know, they've been. Daniel probably got me at the wrong time in my life where I just wanted to go out and buy him with his mum for about five years, five and a half years and didn't do much. I thought, here we go. This is my time and sort of developed from there. But no, so Steph and, 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 and Max and Tom have been a big part of me sort of growing up and not thinking about me, not just going out on Saturday night. We've got house to pay for here, haven't we? You know, cars and everything and the things that come yeah. big time. Yeah. yeah. Don't get us wrong. I still. Just didn't enjoy going out, you know. <laughs> it's not as much. <laughs> I was sitting here, you know, we'd just been away at the weekend to Glasgow with a bunch of friends. We do that every year. It's supposed to be Christmas shopping. <laughs> no shopping. I don't shop. So then, so when did you, you set up on your own or start doing so, your own thing? Yeah, well, we'll go. Should we do the, we'll do the events. Yeah, yeah. I have events. <laughs> there we go. Um, that's what that's what Stephen said about. Yeah, so that's what I started really. Well, no, I, don't, I, I got into the solar global heat source, and then probably a couple of years later, I tell you what had happened. It was Nick's. It's funny as you say, Nick stops his sister. Yeah, Joe Kyle. Mm-hmm. So Joe was secretary at Carlisle Golf Club, and uh, they needed a comedian for their captain's dinner. Okay. So. She says, she rang us, she said, so Nick must have said, I'm going to go find you somebody. So Joe rang us, can you find us a comedian? Yeah, yeah, no, no, Lord. What? Sorry, Joe, I didn't know one. Uh, <laughs> so there's not many around here, is there? No, is it? So I went online, online, uh, comedian, comedians, Northwest and, uh, Clubland Entertainment's popped up. Okay. So I rang up. 
<laughs> this should be said. They so I'd asked Joe what the budget was. Yeah. She says 400 quid. Mm. Around Clubland up. She says, I, I'm just bound to need a comedian for, for this date. Have you got anybody available? He went, yeah, I'm available. So it's great. Lester Simpson, Lester Crabtree was his stage name. I says, yeah. He says, I, I could do that for you. He says, what's your budget? I went, 350 quid. <laughs> Myself, 50 quid out yeah. of it. It was perfect. So, Nesta came up. I can't remember who was I wasn't there on the night, but yeah. spoke to them all and they said it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, and, uh, and I was sort of friendship really flourished. Mm. From there, they rang us probably maybe six months later. You know, we kept in touch and just having a crack. And he said, Do you think you could sell a, a dinner, a sportsman's dinner in, in Carmel? Mm. By this, I had absolutely no idea. No clue how to pull everything together. I'll do yeah. anything. He went, I went, yeah. I think we could do something. I says, well, who, who have you got? He went, Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. So Sugar Ray Leonard, you'll go and have a look now. And yeah, you're no, yeah. One of the biggest names in boxing that you could possibly get. American. Mm. He was coming over here to do a tour of the UK. So we got, we got the holster, went to the holster. We squeezed 325 in there, I think, on the night. Incredible. Learned a huge amount. Really didn't make it. That wasn't a we didn't make much money off it. Mm. But it just sort of started the ball rolling with, with me and Lester. So over the last, up until, I haven't done one since, I think Kelbrook was September last year, because the renewable side has taken over. Mm. But I wrote, I was writing them down, who we've had them think, actually done all right here. So yeah, you got loads of names. Ricky Hatton. Yeah, then mm. Gaza. Yeah. Tony McCoy, the jockey. Yeah. Frank Bruno, we had on. Kevin yeah. Keegan, we've worked mm. with twice. Nigel Ben, Chris Eubank, mm. Tyson Fury, twice we've had. Yeah. So I haven't made any money off him. But there you go, he's done all right now. Uh, where, where, was, where was Tyson Fury then? So we had him at the Shepherds, the Shepherds Inn. Oh, really? Originally, yeah, yeah. We did a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. about 230 there. And this was just before. He was fighting, he might have been before he was fighting Klitschko. Oh, really? oh no, did he fight Klitschko, then fell off the wagon, and then he was coming back again, maybe just before he was fighting Wilder. Ah, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, The yeah. first time. Yeah. And I've watched the Netflix documentary of him recently. Yeah, it's good. I've not got quite close to him, mm. because we've got too much to sort on the night, but I work with his dad. A couple yeah. of times, his dad is amazing. Yeah. He's just a proper mad. Yeah. yeah. He's got hands like wardrobes. <laughs> you know, like, the first time I met was up at the warehouse, and he had Hello, Mr. Fury. <laughs> She's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, but you see, you can understand why he didn't seem aloof, but he just seemed, you know, difficult to get into. But I think it's just the way that his, his character is, you know, mm. he's up and down so much, but yeah. John both straight down and he was yeah. brilliant. I watched the Netflix things, but it's yeah, so funny. It just shows more. Behind uh-huh. the scenes and what they're actually really like, yeah. isn't it? So, I know obviously some of it's like put on, isn't it, for the TV show, yeah. but it is quite cool. I, I love watching like sports people's behind the scenes yeah. and stuff, like the David Beckham one and stuff. Yeah. I know yeah. that was obviously mini I hated him. You know, yeah. it's a Liverpool fan. Yeah. Absolutely hated him. And then there was a group of us, it was on our friend's birthdays. We were in Manchester. So we're going out mm. to Manchester for the Saturday night, but we went to the England Greece game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. and he totally changed my opinion mm-hmm. that day. You know, I just seen him as a playboy and everything, but he worked so hard. He worked on a, a, a so Emil Heskey played at Liverpool at the time. He was up front. I think that if they have told him just stand up front and do nothing, he's done that absolutely perfectly. <laughs> You've just got Beckham all over the place, trying to get everybody going, and then just score the goal. 
in the last few seconds, yeah, like he did. Unbelievable, but, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that day just, he said, just changed my opinion. Normally I can, mm. you know, judge people quite quickly, but my opinion of Yeah, it's a mentality, opinion. didn't it? I think yeah, so. Yeah. It's one of them to be elite, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, like stuff like that, and like Conor McGregor ones on Netflix and the Jake Paul ones, it's just, it humanises him, doesn't it? Yeah. It's more relatability and stuff. But I've got into those two, yeah. Like the yeah. boys love the UFC stuff, and then we, we sat and watched Fury and Nagano. Yeah. I have no idea who Nagano was the other way. He was amazing as he was. Yeah, I know. But they did the kids at the time when the UFC off, and it's obviously all through yeah. YouTube and things like that, isn't it? I love, like, the storylines behind them all. Yeah. And that gets me excited, and then you watch some of these, like, influencer fights, and you think, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying that to you, like, you know, you come speak to me. For, I don't know if I've got anything to tell you, didn't we? About 45 minutes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I've got loads more. So <laughs> to things that I've done. But it is, I'll, I'll, if I get Christmas presents, mm. it's, uh, it's an autobiography of a sports star. So yeah. read loads, loads of those. I mean, Kevin Sinfields I'm doing okay. at the minute. So won't tell by my physique, but I did a marathon back in May. Oh, really? At the Rob Burrow one. Oh, amazing. So Tony, I mentioned to you before. So he, he passed away from motor neurone. It's five years ago in October. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we might not have been here because me, me and Steph uh, brought our wedding forward two years, yeah. uh, just so he could be there. He was, he was an usher. Just, just one of the best people that you'll ever, ever meet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just such a good friend. So just the best smile. And like to see what Morton Neuron did to him was awful. It was really sad. And probably my regret, I think I had, was I didn't feel as if I spent enough time. So I've never been, luckily enough, I've never been exposed to, Anything like that in my life, you know, disease or, or really much death either. And I, I just felt that there was more people needed to spend time with him. Like families, family is huge that they need to spend more time with the, the, with him than I did. And that was my big regret that I didn't spend enough time with him, mm-hmm. you know, near the end. So I think part of that, Sue, his wife rang us, the, it'll be October, it'll be a year ago. And I'd, I'd had three bottles of Prosecco on the night. She timed it perfectly. Bottles, not glasses, yeah. <laughs> bottles, uh, <laughs> and she rang us and said, I want to do a ball, mm. you know, to raise money for Morton Euro. And I went, oh, I'm all over that. You know, I could do that, you know, not with my eyes shut, you know, because it's still, I've done loads of those now. She said, we're going to do a marathon. I went, oh, good. Who, who are you doing it with? She went, you. And I've got, I've got another 10 other, there was 13 of us, I think, did it in the end. Oh, amazing. Uh, and I went, I was probably knocking on 19 and a half, 20 storm then. And I went, ah, that sounds like a great idea, because I did the Prosecco literally straight online on my phone. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. I'm in, I'm in, I'm doing it. And then, uh, woke up the next morning. Wonderful. <laughs> Sitting in the email. So start, I'll start training and I got injured quite quickly. Oh, you actually uh, trained for it then, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I started in, uh, so this has been the start of November, trained quite quickly, but within three weeks, I started getting trouble with, with touches my Achilles or my calf or whatever. So mm-hmm. I went to Dan Hand and Danny Uvadon yeah. and Dolly, him and Dolly. Yeah. And luckily enough, they, they, they sorted it out, but I didn't start training until January. Mm. So, Wes, Steve Weston, he's at the Thans, he's a personal trainer there, he's he, right into his running, clearly he's been injured a little bit, but he, he was absolutely brilliant. If I didn't have him, then on, it was a bit aware, a bit aware, and then a lot of just doing this for Tony. Mm. So I did twice a week, I run in January, and then three times a week, February, March, April, and then 
up until race week. Absolutely hated every single minute of it. Yeah, yeah but I think I think we've raised over raised over thirty five grand. Really, that's amazing, yeah, isn't it? Between from the between the ball and what we were doing, it's the toughest thing mm. I've ever done. Yeah. Never ever do it again. No. I didn't realise how much you know, probably the business suffered. The businesses suffered a little bit because no, definitely. you don't realise how yeah, how much it takes out of you and be how much time it takes yeah, to definitely. actually do it. So mm. just the running to recovery as well as a match, yeah. isn't it? The whole, I'd managed to do. I got down to uh, seventeen stone four. I think I was mm. when I did the run. I've been refueling the persistence. <laughs> That's the bit that I'm good at is, is is doing that. But to be able to do it for him. Great calls. Yeah, yeah, there's a video of us coming in on about it's a great story with Tony. We, we shared house for a wee while, me and, mm. and and Skip Boyd and Tony's one of the only people that I've seen fall asleep mid can. Really? A lot of stories from half around trees. The businesses are doing all right. <laughs> uh kinda of Heineken But he didn't spill a drop, but walk back up again and it was just so funny, but Took two of Tony's sons, Daniel and Jack, were waiting. So Steps were waiting, my wife's waiting, mm. 500 yards from the finishing line. She's, what, what do you want? I'll, I went, I want a can. <laughs> I want a can when I'm finishing. And I'd got a hoodie with Tony on and everything just just to say what we were doing. And the two boys are holding the hoodie and oh. I'll try to drink with cans of something to joke up. But it was, it was a great day. Like, from what Sinfield's done, mm. it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, I'm, I know Kesa, she's... She, Kira, who we spoke to a wee while ago reads books, you know, she reads a lot of books on successful people and you know, entrepreneurial people and everything. And well, I haven't even never really got into that, you know, from a business point of view, it's always been just do the right thing, yeah. you know, try and do the right thing with what you've got. Not always try and do that. And, but you know, to see, see the, the likes of what he's gone through and what he's done. I think he said, like, as soon as you start having all these psychological tests, don't they do? And as soon as you start feeling tired, feeling tired or, and that's forty percent of your actual tolerance. Mm. You can roll a lot, you know, far, far further above that. Yeah. Me, I'll, I'll always try and do as little as I can, <laughs> but as much as I can, and just to see some something like him was mm. was, was amazing, you know. Yeah, now, I've signed up for a half marathon next year yeah. in Cardiff. Like I said to you before, you can do my ten k. Yeah, I need to do so, ten k. Yeah. What, what date's that? So uh, it is the March the seventeenth. All right, so that can. Yeah, Ron, so Carl, I'll start <laughs> finishing the car like you know, uh, so we do a half marathon and 10k yeah. that day, so that'll be, this will be our sixth this year, so me and Mike, James, Mike, who's got Gladiator. Yeah. You've done a bit of work with us yeah, well, yeah. in the past, Mike, so we've done a lot of work maybe 15 years ago before, before I became mortgage advisor, we did Edinburgh and Warrington, always wanting to do something on our own doorstep, got the chance to do it six years ago, so it starts and finishes at Carl United. We've now developed it where it, it, it wanted to be in Tony's name to start off with, to be honest. Yeah. But we do the Tony Hopper trophy every year and get, don't give it to somebody who wins. We give it to somebody who deserves to be there, you know, and yeah. get people to nominate. So that's, that's, we do that's that, cool, so yeah. that, that 10k will be perfect for it. It's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. the only thing for me is that normally when we do it, it's the week before Cheltenham Half Racer. Yeah. And I said about being a jockey and I always got Cheltenham. We've been to Cheltenham for about the last eight years. Yeah. It, to the end of the week this week, so I'm going to be absolutely hanging on this. <laughs> but we, we, like, what we want to do, just give people value for money again. So it's, mm. it's a, it's a great route. It's a great thing. You finish in the stadium by the tunnel, but then this year we've medal that'll spin around with a four leaf clover in the middle. You get a green t shirt and everything. Oh, that's cool. So it's the little things like that make a difference, isn't it? Yeah. yeah people that time. remember, they can yeah. go away with and actually touch rather than just smell. I'm a massive one just for, just for value for money. 
you know, same with the same, same events and uh, with the events and everything. And the events really, I was cracking away. The events, the events really kicked off in lockdown, mm. you know, so you were saying you were doing your bits and bobs up until then. And like, for me, when lockdown started, that's it. Everything's gone. The solar side's gone. Can't do any events. And one of my pals rang us about three week in. I think I drank Thatcher's gold for 21 years in a row. There's nothing else to do, was there? There's nothing. He says, Roy, Roy's manager, Lloyd Kiga, he says, you need to do something. He says, what do you mean? He says, just, you just need to do something. He says, kids and that. He says, we just, we just absolutely bought. Yeah. Shitless. Sorry. Sorry. You can can say, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I came up with the idea. So Davey, he, 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 we went right through school and everything together Mm -hmm. and, he started doing a stand-up bingo. Oh, okay. And like on New Year's Day, I thought, we'll do a bingo. I said to like, we're going to do a bingo. And the first one that we did, I said, well, all we'll do is whatever we raise, we'll raise whatever we take in money-wise. Half of it we'll give to charity. Half we'll give out to whoever wins. That prize, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it was utter carnage. Like, I didn't think of it properly. Everybody was sending people bingo cards out and then. Do it on Facebook Live. Yeah. And try to find out who was still left in on the bingo. We didn't do a stand up, we did a normal one. It was, yeah, and it was kind of, but everybody loved it. You know, yeah. I see where the kitchen is now. I just have disco lights on. I play music. I get dressed up. <laughs> the world's worst singer. Terrible singer. <laughs> I always get up on the mic. Cause there was a few drinks and didn't care. <laughs> but we ended up, we ended up raising nearly 40k. Yeah. Uh, doing all of that in, in lockdown. So a lot of it at the start went to the NHS. But then there was a lot of like local stuff. So save our Stan, remember that uh, young Stan Dalton? He, yeah. um, he passed away. But they needed to raise. I, I don't know how they would. He'd even go about thinking about that. He's told he's what he wanted to live. Then they needed to get they had to go to Singapore. I think. Oh, I do remember. Sorry, yeah, yeah I remember now. Yeah, treatment yeah. and that, you have to raise half a million quid. Oh. So we did a bit of money that went to Stan, a uh, bit to the Edinburgh Hospice. They were so good with Tony. We did a bit for the youth zone, for so a patron at the youth zone oh, yeah, as well. So. so we got exposed a little bit to that with the run because we did a fun run at the start and they do some amazing work and mm. yeah, just, just, just did, did what we can, but you know, didn't make a penny from it, didn't want to make a penny from it. Mm. But it, it obviously just gives us that little bit of exposure. We were Thailand, America, Canada, Australia, France, Spain, people, just links to Canada said, come and watch this on a, yeah. On a Saturday night, so to be able to do that and that sort of, I think I just increased my profile a little bit, so everybody was aware of what I did more because of lockdown. So yeah. hopefully taking the positive out of all of that. That's good, though, isn't it? Just showing yeah. initiative, isn't it? Really, and it just helps. It shows like That's your think, personal brand and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was. It wasn't anything to do with that, though. Yeah. It, was, it was just that phone call off Roy, and I just, I just, I just love to see people with a smile on their face. Yeah. So if I've got a knack of doing something that. Puts a smile on the face and it's somebody enjoy uh, then then brilliant. It was all like up with the football, you know, when yeah. when I'd sort of start to come out myself, I as I probably told you that I played football with uh, I was always the big joker and I just loved them, just loved all of that, you know what I mean? That's the camaraderie. Sort of, yeah. And, and you, you football's changed so much now. It mm-hmm. you don't you don't get that. It's it's not like it was and I don't think it's necessarily changed for the better either, but so much money now, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been it's, it's more money orientated than it's ever been. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so how, how did you find lockdown then as a whole? Good, bad, <laughs> indifferent? Uh, mixed bag. God, we could get into political stuff, don't you think? Brilliantly, but you probably a memory now, you yeah. know, it's in the past, it's gone. Yeah. You just 
you just move on, don't you? And obviously I've taken, not taken advantage, you've just done something that everybody's remembered in it. I still have, somebody came up to us a couple of weeks ago and I was refereeing on the football and one of the lads came off at the end and he went, that stuff you did in lockdown, I really enjoyed me and Colin was going, <laughs> no, 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 I guess you don't realise how much of an effect that yeah. it had on everybody when it's literally in the kitchen, had a phone. You don't yeah. realise who's, who's out and about there and like you get two or three years down the line from it all and yeah, remember that. forget about it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it'd be nice to go back and do something like it again. I've done a few different events since. Mm-hmm. I'll try and do a little bit more next year, but yeah. the, the thing that's from me is funny that it's just to put something on that everybody will enjoy. We've got, we've got four Christmas dues. Yeah. Coming up. So this is the third year that we'll, we'll do it. We've got over 800 coming over four nights. I think we should do that in the Catholic club. Oh, decent, yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to do something different where everybody's used to going, well, when it's when the Shepherds closed down as yeah. well. So the Shepherds was a massive loss for me because we did, like, Keegan and McCoy, we got over 400 in there. Yeah. And when they decided to change tack a little bit, it was like, think, think about me. So we just thought, yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a Christmas night. First one we did was a, was a two course meal. And then I'll do a stand up bingo and there's a heads and tails. I'll get dressed up and just so much to manage with the food and everything. I think by the time you get the food and everything done, the night's gone. Yeah. So you've only maybe got an hour and a half left after that. So we don't concentrate on the food as much now. If you want something, it's burger and or sausage and chips. <laughs> something simple. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, what's it, 21 quid? I think if you want something like that. And there's a stand up bingo and the window will get. 150 quid yeah. on the night, just just something different, and that's what we've seen. I think that's what we've learned for the last few years is people want somewhere to go where they just want a good night, you yeah. know, and a good few drinks, and to be able to chill out. We've yeah. hopefully, hopefully nailed that the last few years. Well, I think we'll maybe try and do six next year. Yeah, all depends on how this year goes. <laughs> so, is four the most you've done then? Is four the most you've done in a year? Then, or did yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I think we did four last year as well. Yeah. Four this year, and then we're going to try five, but we couldn't get the date that we wanted for the last one, and then we'll go, we'll go right again. Because again, that's the same with the, with the solar now is, we did that last year, we were so busy, I'm still learning, you know, yeah. still 51 year old, still learning on, you know, loads of things still learn today, you know, when we've been out there doing an install today, but it, it sort of dips off, and I think it's dipped off a little bit the last month or so because Christmas is coming. People are buying presents. Yeah, and interestingly, I think the finance, people's finances are and everything at the minute as well. He's being a little bit cautious, but yeah. looking at when we say when we set up, well, I've done our first install two years ago, about now. Yeah, uh, we were just having a look, and the, the plan then was to was to do a couple of months and then do an event a month. And I said to Steph, I says. We'll see how we go for a year and hopefully we don't have to sell the house and <laughs> get divorced and everything. And I think we've just, we've just passed the million pound turnover. Really? That's in, amazing, in, in, which is, which is unbelievable. Yeah. I was just on the council for last year and yeah, you just don't think you just get on and, and do it. I won't say it, it's, it's not been easy at all. You know, probably yeah. obviously I've got all the sales stuff that you need, but technically I'll, I'm not where I need to be with it, so I have to rely on others mm. um, to do it. But I think to get where we've got to, Steph left uh, her job. She'd been in school for 13 years. She lets that to come on full-time, the business. Yeah. Actually, just gone back in the last couple of weeks. She's going to do less hours, but she's able to do that. And I think part of that is she's only got me to dance. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> she goes, <laughs> we go again. Yeah. I said, to a dog, that wouldn't be joking. That's, that's, she'll just get used to that. So it's good that more from a mental health side instead of being 
stuck in here. She can go back to the girls that she knows. Yeah, and teachers and a bit of banter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. girly chat and stuff, yeah. I might not see that when she comes in a wee while. Just so busy again, mm. so. That's interesting then with the solo stuff, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's mad. It's, and I think, I, especially on the commercial side, that'll, that'll increase from next year, because they say there's a cap on domestic, and it's a cap. But, uh, businesses have got no protection. Mm. You know, so, I think that'll improve a little bit. I mean, with a couple of builders, I think new builds gonna go, you know, you can probably just about got by till now without putting solar on, but mm. you're gonna have to. When you're doing new builds, yeah. yeah. So there's a, there's a, a lot of the try to get passed through. They got passed through government, which this is, they bought a neutrality thing that's here. I don't know whether it's from the EU that stopped a lot of the builders from building anywhere near as much as they meant to. And they, they got through government and then got stopped in the law, House of Lords. Really. basically said you have to prove this. So that's probably held it back a little bit, but sure. I think that'll go up some stage and then everything will go. Mm. I'll go mad again, so. Is it, is it cheaper for houses to have than solar panels? Yeah. Uh, like, at the start, at the start, I do. And that's the big thing for me is it's all about what's right for the customer, mm. you know, and I've sat there today, I've been out to one at Kirk Bride and they had no idea, you know, I'd, I'd done a job for somebody that they knew and I said, look, I'll just come out. It's the same with everybody. I'll just come out and have a chat. I need to take some info from you. Sure. Just no idea. But when we first started, if I did do a calculation, that basically shows you, you can only estimate because it depends on the weather, but when you get your money back. Yeah. So if you invested in solar, if you use this much of it, your panels are facing this way, this is how long it'll take you to get back. And that's massive for me. Is it, it's like physical. So somebody can see. You know, to give them a little bit of an idea. Time frame, yeah. Of what we're going to do. So when we first set up, I think payback time was somewhere between 10 or 12 years. Okay. That's when electric was at 14p. Yeah. But some of the old ones that I've locked out, and then literally, I see with Ukraine one and everything, it went back to 32. Yeah. So because the electric prices increased, the time to pay back has come down. Hmm. So that's why it makes it, you know, much more... Much more viable, you know, if I'm much yeah. more value for money and all. So, and you're getting batteries and everything. They've started to become a lot more popular. So you can actually, with a few of the systems, you can, you can get a nighttime tariff through yeah. some of the suppliers and basically set your battery. It's not quite green, but you can take electricity from the grid at night, fill your battery. This is the boring stuff. We'll go back and put panels on it. Fill your battery, fill your battery up. So if you say if you fill it up at 10 pence through the night. Yeah. You've got that there that you can then use through the day. Uh, instead okay. of paying, instead of paying, it's about 28, 29 at the minute. It's drop pack, but it's quite clever though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that'll, and I think that efficiency and everything, that, things will change all the time. You know, panels mm. have changed so much from 10 years ago when I first started where there were, you have to look on our roof to blue panel with a, with a silver frame where literally everything that we'll do will be a big black panel for me. Aesthetically, it's got to look right as well. So, mm. and again, the, the new bills and everything that we do, they're all integrated into the roof, which again, just makes it look so much better anyway. Yeah. So. Because what, what kind of people are then inquiring about them? Is it younger people? Is it older yeah, people? I think or? our niche has been, it's a little bit more affluent, I think. So yeah. have a little bit of money put by because we don't offer finance. Yeah. Some companies do, but. It's a whole different ball game, isn't it? Yeah. You have to be regulated and stuff to do finance. And again, it, it's, I've money back on, aren't you? Depending on, especially with the way things have gone, the interest rates and everything have, have increased. So you're paying a lot more than what you would, you would normally do anyway. So yeah, luckily enough, I think the ones that we've, the couple of businesses that we've done and 
Mm. There's been people that have got, you know, that, that, that money that's sitting by that they want to do something with that they get a bit more of the banks at the time when we first started. Obviously, interest rates and everything were a lot lower. Yeah. So they were doing nothing in there. So I probably got something to do with it, dipping off slightly. Yeah. Like, no. so. so then would you say the solar panels keeps you busy during the, mm. and the events is more or less like? I think the plan was like 50 50 when we first started. Okay. I think it's about 95 5 now. <laughs> with, with the solar stuff. But I, you say it hasn't, it hasn't been without its, like it's, it's, it's issues, you know, which I've never really had to deal with before. You know, the jobs are the jobs that I was in. There's the job. Get on with it. You know, mm. where now I have to take responsibility for so much. And I say, I just learn and all the time. We tend to, we don't employ anybody. We just, we tend to use subbies yeah. who are experienced enough. And it just means we could have gone, um, employ. We thought about it when Steph left her job in December. Do we get, well, we could have got some back in to get offices, to get fans, to get lads employed and really go for it. And we probably have to do three or four times what we're doing now just to stand still. Yeah. And um, an even bigger risk than what we'd done beforehand. Mm. So we decided not to. We've had three holidays this year. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I think, yeah, that's, we're off to Budapest, I think, in a, in a week or so, oh, or like nice. something different. Have you done and, no, I've never done oh, it. Oh, I love like Budapest. Yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. I've been loads and loads of times. Yeah. You could tell us where the best to go. I think yeah. it's like, is it a sunset cruise or something? Yeah. Or? And there's like the, the, the Chesney Baths or something like okay, that. Yeah. Yeah. Called. Yeah. And, there's the ruins, bars, Zimplica and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool over, over there. Yeah. We're quite looking forward to, to doing that, but we always give us a, a look at enough, give us a standard of life that we never have dreamed of a couple of years. You know, it's, we haven't got a huge amount of money, but mm. we've met a success or something that a lot of people will tell you, they know me, they never ever thought I was able to do, you know, but it's obviously it was in there somewhere and I've managed to, to drag it out and. Yeah. It's exciting though, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot more stress. Yeah. Um, I feel like your stress threshold gets bigger the more you like yeah. kind of hammer it yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know, two years ago it might have been down here and now it's probably up here. Yeah. But you can manage a bit better. Just get know. used to it. Yeah. Mm. And it, yeah. It, I mean, I'll probably say I'm quite laid back. That was probably why, you know, when it, we would talk about being a kid is having somebody to, to push it or my dad's, I'm exactly the same as my dad, just dead laid back. He was, yeah. it'll be what it'll be, you know what I mean? As long as he does things right, it'll turn out as, instead of, if it was giving us that kick up the backside. My granddad was brilliant, he used to take us everywhere. Mm. If I wanted to go to football, if I wanted to go to golf, same as my dad, just, just so chilled out, not wanting to just sit us down and say, right, if you do this, if you do that, that'll come it just, Whatever, however you turn out, you'll turn out. So. Yeah. Let's go with the flow kind of thing. Mm, don't don't put a like refresh that. on yourself. Right. What else have you got on there then? Anything else about work? Or what, 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 have <laughs> what we talked about? <laughs> talking about the fundraising lockdown and we've got that yeah. in. But there are, a lot of other, putting there others out of work with that we haven't promoted. Yeah. I've worked with Peter Baisley six uh, or seven yeah. times. That's quite good. Cool. Uh, yeah. And I think he's, the way things have happened with him is just, it's just the way things are in society at the minute. You know, he's, he's a, he's an amazing fella. Mm. So many amazing stories, just time for everybody and um, down to earth kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's, there's things that he's told that I'd love to tell everybody about. Well, mm. You know, things happened at Newcastle and things that he's done after that just portrays him in a totally, totally different light to what, to what's sort of perceived about. I think he's applied for loads of. Well, I don't know whether I'm saying the right thing here, but a lot of jobs and just doesn't get a look in anymore. So yeah. he's a, he's a really, really good speaker. You know, yeah. I've taken him to 
a few places and interviewed him now. I've got loads, loads and loads of time for him. Yeah. Was, but Lee Sharp, I watched him, I was telling you, I watched the Jimmy Bullard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was on that. He, oh, that's he cool. lives in Spain now, so I never really liked him because I thought he was Flash and Man United, wasn't <laughs> he, you know, but he was, he was really good. It's not like Ron Atkinson. Ron Atkinson, the old Man United manager, he was alright. John Parkin, John Parkin. Yeah, I enjoyed. John Hartson. Steve Harmison. Harmison, yeah. Yeah, so I got quite close to, to Harmy. He comes and plays, so I probably worked three times with Harmy. Three or four, but I invite him over once a year to go and play golf. Okay, often, yeah. Yeah, he's a really mm-hmm. good golfer. Yeah. We actually won the, it was Coltsway. Mm. Um, he's massive though, isn't he? Oh, he's six foot. I see the picture of us, with a couple of other lads that we played mm. with last year, and it, mm. under the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's, if you listen to him on Talk Sports, he's mm. no different when you, it's just, it's just one of the lads. Yeah. Very, very knowledgeable. Mm. He's really, really good. But he's gone, you know, I didn't realise we're talking, it might have been this time last year or earlier on this year. And, and he, he's got a story to tell, you know, he went through mm. depression. So when they said he, oh, I never you know, that, yeah. yeah, so you have a look, there was one of the England away trips that he really struggled on and they said they had to come back and they blamed it on homesickness. Yeah. And he says, I'm depressed. Really? He says it was depression and he says, he says, I was a deal with that. He says, I, you know, he quite opened up about it last time we spoke and mm. he said, I'll take medication for the rest of my life to deal with it. He's somebody that, you know, you, you want to have good people in your life, you know, mm. you want to have, People that you want to speak to, people that you want to talk to, people be close to. He's just amazing, but he obviously got, you know, his story and his demons to have to deal with too. Mm-hmm. And, but just a genuinely, genuinely nice guy, you yeah. know. And he was, he, he was, he's a very, very good golfer. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's a, anybody else would have loved I think. I used to love him when I was younger. Out, yeah. All wobbly legs. And Jan Mulvey, who I've been called a few times on a football pitch because they're the same position. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So what, what events have you got lined up then? Oh, here we go. So Christmas dues, yeah. Christmas dues. All sold out. So we'll call them the all singing, all dancing Christmas yeah. party nights. Um, it's always good when you sell out events, isn't it? You don't have to stress about <laughs> Yeah, you're just running it was early as well. Because <laughs> you have to get it. Like everybody starts planning for Christmas six months early anyway. Yeah. We're going to try a couple of different things. Like, yeah, so a couple of my pals have taken over the old venue. So it's the Box Arena. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah. So Macca and Ben, they've... They've done, you know, a whole load of stuff just to make it. I had a look in there a couple of times. It was just dark and dingy where they've... Yeah, we put a couple of events on there years ago. Now. Yeah. It was a venue and stuff. It was, it's a good size, isn't it? But it's just, it was just one. Well, way yeah. It was like 2019. Yeah. Anyway, it just, it was, yeah. Lights and that. I, it just, just didn't feel right to me anyway. Mm. So they've ripped, they've, they've put a new barn in across the back and everything. There's a new light system, new sound system in. Mm-hmm. Gonna do a couple of bits with the bars either side, which just makes a, a huge difference. They've started with a few DJs and that to yeah. think off with. So to start off with, but we're gonna do a February the twenty fourth. It's a, a tribute night. We're gonna call it. We've called it American Divas. Yeah. So it's a pink tribute, which okay. is Kyla, who I've worked with a couple of times before. She's recognised all over Europe. She she does want to see. She does all the want to see oh, festivals. Was- She's amazing. So there's Pink, Madonna, the Miss Madonna. Oh. Uh, so Georgia, we tried to work with earlier on this year. We had to cancel. There's a couple of things we had to cancel recently just because of a matter of circumstance. So Jodie was on this morning a wee while ago. I was doing her 40 year too, isn't she? But mm. she's recognised as the UK's best Madonna tribute. And then Lady Gaga. Oh, really? Yeah. So Hannah. Good night then, yeah. Yeah. Hannah Rubix does Lady Gaga. So she's through 
Clubland events that I spoke to you about uh, early yeah, on. Yeah. So we've gone through and like, Leicester covers all of the UK. So sure. I think that's what I probably need to push a little bit more now is we bring in, we're going to bring quality acts yeah. in and it's only £15. That's all right. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Is look at other spots that charge a lot more than that for a lot less, and yeah. it's all about just bringing value for money. So that'll be. We've got that on the twenty fourth. I'm going to do. Hopefully, we're going to do a ball for the youth zone. Yeah. The week before on the seventeenth, we're going to try and do a Valentine's night on the sixteenth. That'll just be with the Catholic club, but that'll all come out soon, mm. and then we'll see what happens yeah. next year. I've got a few other little bits booked in, hosting a couple of things. I told you about I've got a couple of DJ slots booked in. I just thought I'd do it. Yeah, you said, yeah, just you enjoyed them, to it. Yeah. I've done one. I've done one. This is I've quite enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I went out, well, when I've worked before, I've had a DJ there now. I've just done my bits and bobs. Mm. I'm going to do that. I had planned to do a couple of dinners next year. So we had Harry Redknapp and yeah. Frankie Dottori. Oh, okay. We'd been, we'd been speaking through the company I deal with in Blackpool to their management, but Hopefully we can get Harry. Oh, yeah. Frankie he has gone over to America now, hasn't he? So yeah. thought he was going to retire, and then there we go. We've got as much time as you want, but that happened at some Eventually, stage. You know. yeah. yeah, and it's getting again. We look at the ones that we've done. We don't know if else we could get on, you know, because yeah. that's going to diminish as it goes on. You've got all of these guys that were great sportsmen in the past, but all of these guys that are coming through now, they've got, not of them haven't got really much character, but they won't need to do dinners in the future because they've, they've got, got enough to win it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sat in the castles, isn't it? Yeah. Going, oh, uh, just doing it. But so that's why we'll maybe just do a few little, little different things. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. host, I'll probably host four or five balls next year. I did the end, Cali United end of season was the last two, yeah. Oh yeah. I remember mm-hmm. them all coming into town after that. Yeah. Year, yeah. yeah. They all went to like Andalusian. You know? Yeah. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite the end of the season. But I really, steam. really enjoyed those and hopefully, you know, I did a bit of corporate stuff for them last year as well. Hopefully they'll hopefully we'll get the takeover. Yeah. In a week or so. And the Americans sense, have been around for so long now, haven't they? Yeah, but they're doing it properly. Mm. They're absolutely right. Everything that I've looked at, I've always said, like, oh, I played at work in... Mm. Well, Kittenrens Prayer of the Year 1996, and I haven't <laughs> mentioned that. Uh, I played at work in... I played at Fleetwood. Yeah. And Fleetwood was the biggest hole you've ever seen. It was horrible. Big slope and pitch. Changing rooms were horrible. You're in the middle of nowhere. And then I went back there about eight years ago, mm. and they, they built a training academy, they built an all-seater stadium, and it's right. absolutely fantastic. So they get the community involved yeah. um, at the academy, at the, at the training ground, so it, there's some top-notch training facilities, but they've got these three and four G pitches. So what they do is they get all the local schools in to do the sports days and that there. Yeah. So they're all used to just being part of the football club. Yeah, that's how I was got far, far more potential than Fleetwood. It's got the uh, Neil Centre and everything already, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. That needs to revamp. I mean, I, I got, when I first started yeah. at Cali, and we'll go back to Cali United. <laughs> I might have had a little bit of an injury or they, they did a, third, a, a half, a half marathon as part of the preseason mm. because I was like a stick insect. Yeah. You just don't, that's why I liked Harry as well. You don't have to do it, Billy. You're all right. <laughs> so if you are, I like to hear more. But they'd relayed the new sports centre. Mm. So I was part of it. That was one of our jobs, you know, so we'd done the painting. Mm. We had to take you to put sand on the artificial stuff. Oh, really? Like it was all then, you know, yeah. just knock that down. He could yeah. build something amazing there. Well, he used to train at Cold you anyway, to be fair. Yeah. yeah Tuesdays and That needs redone. Mm. I was riffing out there the other week. And mm. there's, there's so much potential that we can get. It's sort of frustrating for me whether I'll go off on one here, but the youth zone are 
there's, there's ten of them in the UK. The other nine get support from the council. Yeah. They don't. And like, you'll see a lot of football teams that are looking to do things and bring it on and, and, and bring the club on, get back in from the council. Mm. I think we could do, uh, we, I think, I think we could do, Cumberland Council could do a hell of a lot more yeah. to get involved in the community to do that. And you seen the bus that was there last year, you know, when Simmel first came. Unbelievable, yeah. It, it, the place had gone, you know, it was all, it was awful place, horrible place to be part of. Mm. And he's, you know, he, he can walk on water for me, you know, mm. you give him, give him the freedom of the city yeah. because what he's achieved in the last, you know, 16 or 17 months has been absolutely amazing. And just lifted, you know, you see what mm. the, 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 the city was like last year without oh, yeah. success. It's class, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and you was going to be difficult this year because with the funds and that that they've got that are, they're a mid, mid-table League Two side. Yeah. Need to pick up some wins, don't they? Yeah, but I thought that we're not adequate. It's just little things like that, try and build some momentum, mm. but they definitely need to spend a little bit of money. Yeah, and, uh, I don't need to think that they need a huge amount in just to turn it around. They strikers, don't they? You can actually score some goals. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you, 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 yeah. funding, it's funding being able to spend that kind of money. I think, was it, I think Salford at one stage, uh, it was Wayne Rooney's cousin or whatever, they pay, hmm. paid him six grand a week yes. in League Two. It's stupid. It's not even have been in National League. Absolutely ridiculous. Mm. I, can't, I can't compete with that. No. You know, hopefully might do at some stage now, but, mm. you know, you look at getting 11, 12, 13 thousands and that, the potential's there. The potential's absolutely massive and mm. hopefully the Americans have, have seen it. They won't have to do, put a huge amount of money in no. to think, be able to turn it around. I think if they had... I think it's got two guys on the load, haven't they, this year, up front, I just think. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think a bloody, a girl will go, one good slaughtered for this week. Tell me a bloody, <laughs> I love, absolutely love. Yeah, so the bloody, he's, he'll, he could chest pigeons, couldn't he? <laughs> he's just so quick. <laughs> we can't kick it. <laughs> can't do it, can't can he? I know, yeah, I'm overcutting this out. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, uh, I just, you just, I just want, you just want him to do that something. That's from Crystal Palace. Yeah. Where Gordon was from. Gordon was from, yeah. Gordon was alright, wasn't he? Yeah, wasn't Better yeah. than that plan he doesn't look like But, uh, again, it just, it, it's you, you, you just, you want all of them to do well. Yeah. And I just haven't seen enough from Applaudit. Hopefully he's got it in his mm. pocket. We'll talk before about others that we knew that were brilliant in training. Mm. Name dropping it. They were brilliant in training, but just, that I didn't have the experience of yeah. match day and hopefully that's it. You know, Simo, Simo's, Simo's amazing. You know, he's not daft at all. He, if he can see something in someone, mm. then he'll play the new. He'll try and get it. Oh, Edwardson, I really like it. You he know, fall off a cliff, isn't he? He just hasn't, he just hasn't had a chance yet. Hopefully whether he'll get it or not, you yeah. know. But it's just good to have that passion about, yeah. about them as well. And we've all got opinions. Everybody's totally different. Yeah. You know, my opinions based on no one as much experience as Simo and the guys that have been there, but, so they watch them day in, day out, don't they? We just can see, see, yeah, we but you see, see them at the weekend. You go on Facebook and see that it'd be just in figure not groups and mm. everybody on there. You could just has a, has an opinion. Has yeah. an opinion, eh? Oh, Everyone's an expert. <laughs> they are, honestly, they are, aren't they? At the end of the day, are 2,000%. Yeah. Awfully get the best out. But again, he's, he's been, he's been struck by how, you know, stuck with how much money he's able to spend. So. Mm. Fingers crossed we'll come out yeah. of it in January. I'm just happy having a deep better season. <laughs> I backed him to go down. He's got a bad Yeah, not much, you know, I like a gamble, but not much at all. Them and Wolves. Oh, really? Yeah. Wolves, Wolves got a good win the other day. Yeah. Who did they beat? 
Tottenham, 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 off the cliff. Yeah. They've been off the cliff. They're going to struggle now. That was a great game the Monday night, though. The Chelsea one. Mm, four, yeah. four. Yeah, no, the Man City. Was it four one? Oh, Tottenham, sorry, Chelsea, sorry. Yeah, the they were getting sent off. They were going down yeah, injured. Yeah, Chelsea, Tottenham. Sorry, I've been yeah, Chelsea, Man City. Yeah, I know nine men. And it, but you just know now that unless they've got that many in the squad. Yeah. They're going to struggle for a little bit, but. Yeah, got a few out, it's they? fair enough. Right, anyway, have we done everything? We, yeah, I was going to say we can chat for football for ages, but so let's talk about last oh, bit. Oh god, what have we got? What more left? Do you know all I want off this one yeah. is to get more views. Yeah. Than Jobson. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and gaffers. Yeah. So what is biggest mistake or biggest regret would you say? You've said a few of them though. Oh, I have. I've got, I've, yeah, I've covered Even that. Personal so. business. So you said... Oh, uh, you sent us that to try and find out. To, yeah. I, know, I never so, anything. It was... So th- the GCSEs, O-level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, so that, that definitely must have... That's probably the biggest one. Yeah, I should have stuck in. Yeah. Should have stuck in a bit more. And another personal one is I... I had a week's trial at Preston when I was mm-hmm. 21. Mm-hmm. It came out the blue. That was when I was playing for Penrith. Yeah. Sam Allardyce. I played, we played for the reserves through the week. Some of those were the reserve team manager. Oh, really? So John Beck and Gary Peters were first team. And then I played with Sam's son, Chris, centre mm. half at Mansfield. So it's the biggest pitch, one of the biggest pitches you'll ever see. You need binoculars from one end to the other yeah. to see it. And obviously I wasn't the most mobile, but they played their two first team centre forwards and me and Chris played together. We drew nil nil. They didn't really have a look in. We played really, really well together. And then I was due to come back on the Friday and they asked us to stay and play on the Saturday. Just the way that it was at the time. I, I wanted to go back and play for Penrith. Mm. Going back and see the lads and everything. Yeah. I should have stayed that Saturday because, again, you don't know. Yeah, I didn't stay on the Saturday. They came and said, look, we can't offer you anything. Yeah. They bought the signed a centre-half, I think, from Morton for about 50k the week after. I don't know whether that lined up, but Sam said, I went to spoke to Sam afterwards and he said, I had to, had to give you an 18 month contract because I sure. think we can get something out of you. So, but the thing is, I had ex-girlfriend who was, was pregnant at the time and sure. I just sucked it off. I, I'll get back to Carlisle and yeah. get back in, get back in the factory. <laughs> me. And that's how it was. So definitely from that way. Yeah. And then what would you say your greatest strength and your greatest weaknesses? Greatest strength. Yeah. I'm greatest. I, uh, oh. That as well, yeah, unless you don't have any thought. I'm not putting you on the spot. <laughs> no, no. Uh, again, that's probably from my school days. I just haven't done it, no. So, uh, <laughs> I think my just my ability to get on with everybody and uh, yeah. And it's not easy to. Uh, there's a guy I worked for a lot of years ago. It was the first one I was getting into sales, and he just said, and it's something that's just resonated with me. Says you've got to be a chameleon uh, and just sort of not mirror, but be like the people that you're with and. Yeah, just adapt. Yeah, yeah, but I think the golf helped a lot with that from when I was younger. So I started at 10 year old and there's so many different demographics at the golf, you know, in the golf. Mm. And to want to get on and enjoy it, you have to be able to deal with them and speak to them. And I think the golf helped that way. So yeah, yeah and I think the ability to get on with people, weakness, just being organized, terrible. Organized chaos kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Steph's amazing. So Steph's, Steph's an administrator. Yeah. I'm never here to see where the business was if she hadn't came in, honestly. Because she's doing, she was doing 25, 30 hours a week and then having to do everything there. And yeah, now she's, now she's gone pretty much full time on it now. Everything's mm. just absolutely right. I can, I can stick my head in the sand at times if there's an issue. I think I'm not a lot better than what I was. It'll go away. It'll go away. Some shit. And I don't deal with things 
I think, as quick as I should. Yeah. And that's maybe a little bit to do with me being laid back, but see, I've improved that a lot on us just uh, because of the end of that clip then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll cut that out because it's dead soppy. <laughs> but there you go, you can have that. <laughs> right, where can people follow you, find you, get in contact, oh, all that fun stuff? Yeah. Can we do that? And oh, yeah. See, see, the only ones I've watched, I've watched Seggy and I've got... I told him just I fell asleep after 10 minutes. <laughs> Didn't think I had to do that stuff at the game. So we've got Cumbrian Renewables. I'm mainly Facebook. Yeah. So I Am Events is on Facebook. Oh, good, you be getting a new one. Tonight. So there's the I Am Events page on Facebook. And there's the Cumbrian Renewables. I haven't put a lot on there on the website either because we've had enough to, you know, coming through just by word of mouth and everything. So that's what you want. That's the best form of marketing. Yeah. Mouth. Yeah. I've been lucky that way. Would you? I don't know even whether we'll look as good. Lead suppliers we dealt with years ago. Mm. Yeah. That, if it, I hit the nail on the head there, is that's the best form of marketing. Just even though I do social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Word of mouth is the best. But you've got to be out there for people to see it as well, yeah. though. You know what I mean? So I agree with that. If they'll get what, whatever they get as a recommendation, they'll go and try and find you. Yeah. If you say to there. your mate or whatever, your family member, or uh, use these, whatever, then they're going And then, you know, like it's, it's all credibility thing and everything as well. When we set up on the, the renewable side is we've got all the credit is all the MCS and that bit, everything that you can get, but they've got things that you need to adhere to mm. that basically is for the customer. I love mm. all of that, you know, and that's why we wanted it. We didn't have to have it, but we want to have it again because it gives us credibility. And yeah, it gives it extra, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so yeah, I am events on Facebook, come renewables on Facebook. Come in renewables or go to UK. Oh, I think so. UK. Yeah. website, you'll be able to get through to us. We want to leave a message on there. Any, any closing thoughts? Any, anything no, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. The first one I've ever done. Yeah, no. I can't say this. first one I've ever seen because I had a little bit of luck of a few of the others <laughs> through the week. Um, well, you said you didn't know what you wanted to speak about, but we've been talking over an hour and 20 minutes now, so. Probably one yeah. of yeah. <laughs> we've done all right. Yeah, we've done good. Right. If <laughs> any, anybody watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, like the video, comment your favourite part. If you listen on Spotify, Apple, make sure to follow the podcast and leave a five-star review. We'll see you next time. Bye, 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 bye.